0: Pen Badgley um, is making headlines this week for requesting fewer sex scenes in his hit hit, Netflix series, You, for the sake of his marriage. So is on-screen intimacy on the way out and how are our own actors navigating these waters? News Talk reporter Sarah Madden joins me now. Sarah, how are you today?
1: Yeah, not too bad, not too bad at all. How are you?
0: Good. You've been asking some very intimate questions of the public today.
1: I have, yes. I've been getting up close and personal with... Dubliners today, and unsurprisingly, Tom, many are siding with Penn Badgley on this one. So, if you saw your wife or your partner on screen or on stage smooching someone else, would that bother you? Uh,
2: not if she's getting paid a lot of money.
1: And that money is going towards you?
2: Hopefully. I'd say it would be both insecurity
1: and jealousy.
0: No, mate, any man who says he's never been jealous is telling lies.
1: And what about your partner? Well, I think at my age, I'm now 60, it's very, very unlikely, so I don't think he would. Would it depend on the co star? Probably. Would you like to see some your partner on screen with someone oh, else?
3: No, definitely wouldn't.
1: Would you be green with envy? Well, throw her out.
0: Saying again? he throw her out, Scott.
1: <laughs> Not to, yeah, very
0: good. into your angels, as long as they're getting paid. oh my God, bring <laughs> it to a whole different level. So, very skeptical people there, but on screen intimacy is surely a very highly choreographed affair and very different from kind of Irish experience.
1: Yes, it would be, uh, of course. Now, historically, it was a little <laughs> a bit of a haphazard affair, but movements like Time's Up and, of course, like Me Too, those have really ushered in the likes of Ita O'Brien, who is probably the world's most well known intimacy coordinator, which is a job, um, and she works on normal people, which I'm sure everyone will remember. Now, Ita has put together a framework of intimacy guidelines and she's really trying to promote these to sort of standardise processes across the industry, but she gave me an insight into how the mechanics of it all works.
2: That's right, and that's um, something that um, before the intimacy guidelines came along, you know, sort of the statements would be, oh, um, you've got the intimate scene tomorrow, perhaps you two should go out for dinner tonight. Or, um, you know, or, you know, the sense of, oh, in order for the intimate scene to work, they've got to really fancy each other. And it's like, oh, you know, you don't think that in order to to really be, you know, to have a brilliant sword fight, they have to really be, you know, sword fighters. You know, you know that they're going to be acting, it. you know, they're going to be taught techniques and they're going to be looking at the storytelling and bringing all their skills as an actor to that intimate content. And The fundamentals of the work has happened way before a day on set, so we're checking out what the actor is happy to do, but if that actor then is not happy to perform any degree of, of nudity or simulated sexual content, then a body double can be sourced, possibly from the adult community, um, who would be happy, very comfortable, because that was their day job. Obviously, it is not suitable for naked genitalia to touch in the workplace, so the least that the actors would be wearing is... um. You know, both a genitalia patch or for the guy a pouch and then a patch over the top. And then, you know, it's the magic of theatre. We're making sure that camera angles look right so that you think there's um, possibly penetration through a rhythm to through to orgasm, but it's all choreographed. So one of the very important things that we put in place is a timeout that the actors have the autonomy to halt the action. You know, it's natural, it's normal if two people are moving together in rhythm to become aroused. For those where the vagina it might not be so obvious for those with a penis, of course it can become obvious. However, it's not suitable to be in the workplace with an erection. So that might be a time that you call a time out. You know, guys might say to me, "Oh, it'll be so embarrassing." And I'm saying, look, you can call a time out for anything. There's no questions asked. You know, there's no explanation needed. Just call a time out if you feel you're getting aroused. Time out. Take a break. You know, go go out, get some fresh air, come back, and off we go
0: here talk now if you hear anyone around the office calling time out you know what's going on so uh, very professional affair office it must be said uh, including actors from the porn industry but still the likes of Penn are are still concerned for their marriages aren't they?
1: Yeah they are and it's not just you know Hollywood celebrities that are worried when it comes to their, their personal relationships in this regard because I spoke with Dublin psychotherapist Liz O'Driscoll and she focuses her practice on relationships and Liz told me that she sees this among her clients who work sort of under the spotlight or in the arts, let's say quite
4: often. Certainly, from people who work maybe in the theatre, on television, I, I think it can have a long-term effect because it's kind of it's kind of has that what I call that chip chip effect. You know, this is the first time, second time, the third time, and on and on and on it goes. I suppose there's the obvious ones, you know, where you might feel a little bit jealous. But I think from a very human perspective, there's that that sense of insecurity that comes up. It can be experienced by the other partner as as I suppose a betrayal. And that can be difficult because really what you can be dealing with sometimes is the experience of infidelity that actually isn't infidelity. And I think there's a gender issue here too, in that, in that a male, maybe his, his wife, his partner is uh, on screen. He could, I am generalizing here, but react very differently to the female who's looking at her husband or her partner. And the, and the male piece, it can get quite boisterous and, and kind of slaggy and. Would definitely, to some degree, maybe even infiltrate the self-esteem of the male. You know, I mean, if you bring it back into, I suppose, what we call real life and our ordinary lives, we do love our partners, but we're not blind, and you know, we do see people that we're attracted to or work with people that we think. Oh, but because we we don't step over a line in terms of even touching people that we work with or seeing them naked or you know having access to their body. The likelihood of that turning into something like an affair or an intimate piece is fairly unlikely. Then you go into sort of maybe the arts and into the film piece, you know, where you you are actually up close and personal with somebody and we are human. And it could I would imagine be very difficult sometimes to not step over that line. And then you've got this spouse who, who knows you probably better than anyone else who's watching this unfold. You know, I actually remember seeing it on on a scene one, you know, where the woman said to the actor partner, but you looked at her the way you look at me and it destroyed her. So you can, I mean, the challenges are are incredible. Wow.
0: You look at her the way you look at me. Mm -hmm. My word. So actors and their partners at large are having issues with this type of, of stuff.
4: Yeah,
1: totally. And I spoke with um, Eddie Jackson. He's an Irish actor and he's also a great writer as well. And he told me that he actually does his best to avoid scenes like this um, for that reason and I suppose for others. But um, Eddie was actually cast in the notoriously explicit HBO hit Game of Thrones. And now uh, he wasn't cast in one of those scenes that, you know, many of us wish we uh, couldn't remember. But he gave me his take on sex scenes in general.
3: Yeah, it, it can obviously be a difficult part when it's part of your job, but not necessarily a part of your job that you want to have to do, you know what I mean? Uh, it, it is a reason, I suppose, actors do end up together, especially, I suppose, you see the big celebrity ones doing it, because there's all these things that come up that affect your personal life, you know, and that would be one of them. I can understand why people do them, but I, I do understand as well why people feel uncomfortable doing them, because I would feel uncomfortable. I don't think anyone would feel comfortable, completely comfortable doing them in general, you know? When people say that Game of Thrones TV show is full of uh, kind of sex and stuff like that, um, I think there are people that have never read the books, uh, to be completely honest, because it's not like they were punting into the TV show for the sake of it, I think, at some point. It's all there in the book already, you know, so it would have been weird, kind of in a weird way, if they left it out. Um, And I suppose you could point out a few few of those scenes where it actually develops, helps develop the character. Uh, Some of them aren't, don't get me wrong, but... You know, especially a a character like Tyrion, say, it's a lot to do with his personality, you know what I mean, in in the show. I would always look at stuff like that if it was ever offered to me and think, like, if it's not telling you something about the character or it's not progressing the story, then it's really no reason for it to be in the, the film. Like, there's a lot of things that will get cut out of a film because they don't progress the story or progress character scenes. And sex scenes don't seem to be one of them at the moment or in general in cinema, I suppose, in TV. I was lucky enough in this stage where this one came up for me that I had a good rapport with the producer before we started shooting and I got the chance to kind of say to him that, look, these scenes aren't important, they don't progress the story, they don't tell anything about the characters, so I was very lucky that he, uh, that he seen that as well.
0: Okay, well, with all that in mind though, with actors like Eddie, mm-hmm. increasingly avoiding doing them, is Hollywood and um, the small screen about to get less sexy, do you think? Could, could intimate scenes be out the door?
1: Um, well, it's funny because there are actually less sex scenes and intimate scenes and scenes of an intimate nature on our screens now than than ever before. Sure. Yeah, it's interesting. There was a report done in 2019 by none other than Playboy, and they found that there are fewer sex scenes in the releases of that year than since the 1960s. So we're going kind of quite chaste, actually. But um, Ito O'Brien, she does want her intimacy guidelines to become standard across the industry, but she really believes that intimacy scenes
2: still have a place on our screens. Well, I think it's really important to have intimate content um in our in our storytelling. Um, you know, as human beings, you know, who we love and then how we express that loving, that intimacy through to full on, you know, simulated sexual content is um is a really important part of, of who we are as human beings and so it should be in our storytelling. And it's really important, yeah, that our stories really keep opening out and keep highlighting and as being part of what allow us to really experience life from in somebody else's shoes which includes people from you know who are something other so, so for example in that I had the joy of working uh, or supporting Russell T Davis's writing of It's a Sin to support Russell T Davis's storytelling and again so really championing and and expressing the joy and the love you know of, um, of the queer male you know loving was absolutely brilliant I recently worked on a fantastic um TV series called Ralph and Katie and that has two actors um who are down syndrome as their leads and again it's really important or um community with learning disabilities it doesn't mean that they are they don't have sexual desires and are and are not having you know beautiful sexual relationships and again so I was really proud to to be able to support and help choreograph um, those scenes.
0: Oh, that's good stuff. They they can be so important, can't mm. they? Um, fascinating stuff, Sarah. Thank you very much indeed, Sarah Madden. Yeah, News Talk reporter. Thanks very much indeed for that.
1: Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays
0: at two p.m.
2: on News Talk.